Welcome to our podcast. We wanted to tell you about our new website, swdyouthink.com. It has all the podcast devotionals and things we discuss on the podcast. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please email us at swdyouthink at gmail.com. That's S-W-D-Y-O-U-T-H-I-N-K at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome to our show. The name of our show is What Do You Think? My name is Missy. And my name is Missy's brother. Yep. Okay, Robert. There we go. (laughs) So we're going to talk about prayer. And um, so there's a couple ways, like when you hear from God, or when I think I'm hearing from God. No, when I hear from God. There are ways I feel close, and, and one is when I'm singing songs I love right. to Him. Another is just doing everyday things, and, you know, I might hear like a, they, they call it the still, small voice. It's, it's my, it's in my head, it's my thought, or so it seems, but it's not my thought. Does that make sense? Um, actually, when I am praying to God, I, I usually am praying like throughout the day, uh, I might say stuff, I might go a day or two without it, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I need to keep this relationship going. And um, when I'm praying, though, I don't usually hear from him because I am the one talking. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Um, it's usually in other ways that I hear from being acutely aware or feeling like very sensitive to Holy Spirit, I guess, in normal day life and song is probably my two main ways. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay. Why do you feel guilty about the fact you don't hear him in prayer? Uh, I don't really feel guilty. Um, I don't know if I feel guilty. She does. I just wonder if I should hear him in prayer, I guess. Yeah. She feels guilty. Don't let her fool you. I do not feel guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, most people do. Think about it. The The idea of prayer is that we sit down and we cross our... I mean, we, we were raised in the Episcopal Church, so mm-hmm. you kneeled to pray, yeah. you stood to sing, and you sat to listen. So uh-huh. <clears throat> we were raised in an atmosphere that a lot of people are, that if you're not in a specific... I mean, I've heard uh, religious teachers say, you have to be sitting in a chair inside of a closet with the door closed and the lights off in order to read your scripture, which you can't read because it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> they don't take that into account, though. Right. Right. Uh, you should see the light. Is what you should see the light. But anyway, uh, so, but uh, that you have to be in a certain atmosphere mm-hmm. to hear from God, and that's just not true. Yeah, because it's no different than if I wanted to learn about you. What would we do? We talk. We would sit and do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'd sit and talk. Yeah. So that's what it is with God. It's we we think well he's this big heavy big beard sitting on a throne somewhere sounds like Charles Heston as we've said several times as you've said several times yes yeah, excuse me not we me yeah. <laughs> um have said several times but that that we think that's what who God is but mm-hmm. that's not really who he is he's relatable he's big he's small mm-hmm. and when we pray we're talking to him right we're not talking about him we're not singing about him sometimes we are but we're singing to him in worship. Mm-hmm. And we're, when we do things, worship is truly about the fact that we go back to who we've changed to be inside. So we've surrendered to who he has made us. Mm-hmm. So worship becomes everything. We're doing it right now. 
mm-hmm. because we're talking about him. We're worshiping him. We go to work and we sweep a floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about him because it has to be because all he is who we are. He's who he's made us who we are. So prayer becomes something that's a little different. You can get into the, there's nothing wrong with the holy atmosphere. Holy mm-hmm. meaning separate to him mm-hmm. uh, is the definition. There's nothing wrong with that. But as you just said, because I think everybody's the same way, mm-hmm. is when, when you get in that kind of thing, you don't really hear from God because you're too busy petitioning him. You're too busy talking to him. You're too busy telling him how your day went and how mm-hmm. you know how you, how you want him to react to you when in reality he says, listen to me. Yeah. There's actually evidence of it because I think it was Elijah mm-hmm. who was in a storm and he could, that storm was all circling around him and Elijah heard him in the still, the quiet, still voice that you're talking about. Right. Uh, so what that is is an example of the chaotic day that we all have. We get up, we get up, we have breakfast, we go to work, we spend the day with interacting with people, mm-hmm. and he says, "But I'm still in that. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you listen to me there right. and hear me." You know, we talked about it being discernment and all these other things, but Bill, really, it's just you relating to him. It's mm-hmm. about the relationship that you already have with him, and just living that relationship out. You think people are overthinking it? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, because you got to sit down. And you got to you got to have your hands. There's people mm-hmm. that say if you don't have your hands in a certain angle, doing a certain thing. Well, that's religion. We make something that's about relationship really into a religion, and then but you can't really listen or hear or speak to God unless you're doing it. At, I mean, I've had people tell me you got to do it at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and you've got to have your scripture open to a certain page, and I'm going to tell you what it is. Well, that becomes a control thing about religion, right. and then it becomes a religion, right? And then, and there's nothing wrong with that as, if it works. If it leads us back to Him, there's nothing wrong with that. But it, it doesn't always. It becomes more about that than God. Yeah, I can't hear from God on the highway right now. And you were, we were talking about it earlier about mm-hmm. let's go back to that, not the highway. But you, you were talking about uh, you know interacting with someone and them not saying good morning to you or something, and how that affected you. Yeah. Well, that's prayer. You're relating to Him, and He's telling you, "Don't worry about it." Yeah. There's something wrong there. I need you to concentrate on that. Do you think people hear from God a lot and they just don't know it? All the time. I think he talks think all the day long. It's supposed to be something bigger, like a boom or like a, you know, and and they think, oh, that can't be God. Mm-hmm. That came from my own head, you know. Yeah. But they just don't know it. All the time. I think it happens. How do day. you tell, how do you help people understand to be more attentive or how do you... How do you teach people can to you, listen? Can you tell a story, maybe, of when it happened to you recently or anything? Eh, crap. <laughs> eh, she's asking me to tell a story. I can't tell stories. I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> that, that was my Irish accent. Oh, okay. It wasn't French. Gotcha. I can do this German accent. No. <laughs> if you don't have a story, we can skip. No, I mean, there's. Uh, it's. I don't know if it really leads down to a story. A specific, just a lifestyle. A, you know, a specific story. It becomes a lifestyle. It becomes you know, am I, am I listening? I will tell you a specific story because uh, it involves someone that uh, I, I was working with at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and we had had a disagreement. Yeah, and I yelled at him mm-hmm. because I was his boss, and he had no business doing what he did. Yeah, so I called him out on it, and he didn't like it. Right, so. The thing was, was that God pulled me up short because he and I were talking about the situation after I'd already yelled at the guy. Mm-hmm. And he pulled me up short and he just said, Robert, that's not me and that's not you. This fellow's lost. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything about me. Yeah. So you just told him, because he knows that you do know me, you've just told him that this is what God's like. Uh, 
So I called him back and I apologized. It Mm -hmm. mended the relationship and created a whole different dynamic. dynamic. Because my relationship with God was in such a way that we talked about what I had just done. Mm -hmm. And it would be just like me saying to you, Missy, that was wrong. You shouldn't have done that. It was was the exact same way. Mm -hmm. And And I didn't want to do it. I know. When I don't want to do something, that usually means I have to. <laughs> no, God, I don't really don't want to do that. I know, but I'm telling you to go do it. <laughs> and so I did it, and I was surprised because I didn't know that it would have the effect on the guy. He's, you know, he broke down, Aww. and we got to talking about the situation, and it changed not only the dynamic, but it changed him because mm-hmm. something I said to him, he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know that he was this was in his life. Right. Um, and when I told him that it was, and mm-hmm. that it was affecting his relationship with our customers, then he took offense. Yeah. I don't blame him because I'll tell you, I won't, I'm not going to tell you what I told him, but uh, he uh, he took offense. And yeah. that's what brought on the whole yelling thing. Yeah. Well, but the whole thing with God now is we have an ongoing dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I, he just said, you're wrong. Yeah. You're right, but you're wrong. I don't want you to handle it that way because that's not who I am. Right. He didn't say it's not who you are because he knows that is who I am. Mm-hmm. He said, but it's not who I am. Yeah. Being him. So fix it. So I did. Yeah. And it changed everything. So I think a lot of people hear from God and they just don't, don't recognize that that is God. And the number one problem is, is the same thing that's wrong in relationships. What? Communication. They don't, they don't listen. Any expert in communication will tell you that um, communicating between two people, 80% of it's uh, listening. Yeah. 20% is talking. Mm-hmm. That means that I do 160%. And I do 20. <laughs> Wait, that's 130. <laughs> Wait. That'd be 40. Let's don't do Let's math. Do, yes. <laughs> and math is not a strong suit. <laughs> she went to South Cobb High School. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... But I mean, and that's our same problem that we have with God. Mm-hmm. And here's the, to me, the key yeah. is that we don't want to listen because we're afraid of what you tell us, right? True. I don't want to listen to what you have to say, God. So I'm just going to talk, and I've done my prayer time because if you tell me something, I'm going to have to go do it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't hear it, right, I don't have to go do it. Denial. Well, in a way, it's denial, but hey, he's going to send me to the uh, Nile, you know, the Nile River, and I'm yeah. going to just stand on the banks and dance naked. That's what God's going to tell me. Say, really? Where does it say in Scripture he's going to do that? He's, you know, <laughs> there's nothing there. But it, it, I think that the problem with not listening to him is because we don't want to hear what he has to say. We don't want to be obedient and or have to be responsible for being obedient. Does that make sense? Right. Do you See? think a lot of it too is though the chaotic environment created now that people can't hear won't won't take can't. the time I don't think it's the right word but won't won't take the time to try to well does it take time you just said it a minute ago you said you, you hear him when you're doing stuff everyday life yeah everyday life mm-hmm. and he calls us I think he calls us to be who who he who he is through us in everything we do it doesn't matter what it is I just want people to understand that it's not hard it's not so complicated as we want to make it. Yeah. But, I mean, religion teaches it, yeah. right? Think right. about it. The religion teaches you've got to do it in a specific way. And if you don't do it in that specific way, with your head bowed and your eyes closed and your hands clasped yeah. in front of you, that you're not really praying. And that's just not true because praying is about a relationship between us and Him. Mm-hmm. So praying is really just ch- change the word to talking. Yeah. So you're talking to God and you're listening to God. 
And that's really what prayer is. And you do that anywhere, anytime. And so anybody listening right now that's felt guilty because somebody in a religion somewhere told you, you have to do it this specific way or you're not doing it right, they're wrong. Yeah. And you know it instinctively because you feel guilty about it. Mm -hmm. But you know it's okay to talk to God anytime. Right. Anywhere. And I I also think that for me, like the times um, when I'm praying... I do get a visual of Jesus. My visual. It's nobody's, you know. It's what Does I see. Does he look like Kenny Loggins? No. <laughs> he doesn't look like Kenny Loggins. Oh, sorry. He's the, he's, you really want to know where I got this vision from. It's from the movie uh, where the little boy goes to heaven. Oh, God, what's his name? The girl painted Jesus' face. Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. Um, I'll have to bring it up. and, and um, So that is the vision you know, I usually get, or there's another vision I have. When it's really intimate, I get a vision of me and him. I'm walking in his arm, which is a very intimate relationship to me. Right. And uh, we're walking on the beach, which I don't really know if there's beaches in heaven or whatever, but we're in heaven. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So my arm is linked in his, and it's our back walking toward, you know, the sun. Right. And... uh that's my most intimate when I'm really, really feeling like a f- more of a friendship, Jesus, you know, when I'm right. saying like close, that is how I picture it. Or the other vision of the girl who, she's an artist. Let me look up this. So you, uh, you can't, it's not Kenny Loggins. Right? It is not Kenny. I'm but I was going right. to, I was going to ask, do you, do you do that? No. What do you, do you have any? I don't. I, I've never, for whatever reason, I've never visualized. Um, well, I don't want to show you this picture then. I don't want to mess right, up won't, your... It won't, it, won't, it won't affect me. Okay. I mean, I've seen some really, there's some really good artists out there. There's one um, where he's, Jesus is holding the man and his mm-hmm. hands are bleeding, and he's, but he's holding the man up. And that's a really dynamic picture, but it doesn't affect how, because my that would be like somebody you know trying to affect my idea of you. Right. And they can't do that. Right. So it's just not going to happen. Well, I was just wondering if other people had that, like where I have to envision something. I don't know what other people do to have their conversations with God. But the name of this is called Prince of Peace, and her name is um, A-K-I-A-N-E. And um, she drew... Kenny Loggins. That's what I said. Kenny Loggins. That is not Kenny Loggins. That is Kenny Loggins. (laughs) Whatever. If you folks could see it, you'd go, hey, that's Kenny Loggins. Well, you can look it up. Now you're going to listen to all the songs, aren't you? You done messed me up. Our, I'm sorry. I feel bad now. Her name is A- A-K-I-A-N-E, and she's a, a young painter, young artist. But she, Her last name's not Loggins, is it? <coughs> no. But that's where I got the picture, and it's actually from a movie. Huh. The Burpee, Todd Burpee story where he went to heaven, the little boy. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that one either? What is no. wrong with you? I don't watch those things. There's no reason, I just don't. Mm. Let me just get this. Heaven is for real. Sorry. Okay, okay. heaven is for real. Right. It's in that, that portrait is in the movie at the end. That's the Jesus he saw in heaven when he went to heaven. So, there you go. I don't think I ever saw that movie. I have to ask Lori. Okay. Over and out. So, next week on our show, we have a very special guest. Robert had to go out of town, and she's going to fill in for him. And um, she goes by my sister Helen, Aunt Helen, Grandma, Grandma Helen, Mar, Dama, 
great-grandma, the warden, Coy, and for me, Robert, and our siblings, she goes by mom, ma, mama, or Helen, if we're really trying to get her attention. But she taught Robert everything he knows about the Bible and more. But she had five kids on her own, practically raised us by herself, and then she met Bubba, my stepfather, who had five kids too. So we were literally the Brady Bunch. It was crazy. I don't really know how they made it out alive, but uh, I know some of my mom's story, and it's really cool, and she's an awesome woman, very loving woman. So I cannot wait to have my mom in the hot seat next week for her interview.